0: Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare
1: to gag, yeah! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Radio Gag, the weekly Gays Against Guns show. Radio Gag is your weekly update on how to end the horror that is the American gun violence epidemic. I'm Libby Edwards.
2: And I'm Sarah Germaine Lilly. Today we bring you How to Be an Artivist, educator episode part four in our series about the vibrant power of using art to move the public and elected officials to change our lives for the better
1: today's episode focuses on young people who are among those most frequently impacted by gun violence sarah interviews her students who are participating in a playwriting project sponsored by the dramatists guild called enough plays to end gun violence
2: We also hear from Myra Slotnick, a playwright and gag member who brought us this wonderful project.
1: And who does artivism better than gays against guns? Today, we bring you an interview with Mark Leidorf about the origins of Sing Out Louise, a hilarious group we call our singing sister, Queer Tet. Sing Out Louise regularly appears in New York at all kinds of events, including the recent Women's Reproductive Rights March in New York City, and was featured on WPIX 11 News. This piece was recorded by our own Paul Rowley during the pandemic summer of 2020.
3: Hey, everybody. It's Myra Slotnick from Gag P-Town, and I'm also a member of the Dramatist Guild. I am here to tell you about an action called Enough Plays to End Gun Violence. Enough empowers teens to confront gun violence by creating new works of theater that will ignite critical conversation and inspire meaningful action, emboldening America's playwrights of tomorrow to discover and develop their voices today. Call for submissions are until November 1st, 2021. We call on writers from across the country in grades 6 to 12 to write and submit 10 minute plays that confront the issue of gun violence. Selected playwrights receive a $500 stipend that is sponsored by Change the Ref. They will have their plays published by Playscripts, receive memberships to the Dramatists Guild, and will be featured in our nationwide reading. The nationwide reading is on the anniversary of Columbine, April 20th, 2022. On that day, we invite theaters, schools, colleges, and other organizations to produce staged readings, either virtually or in person, of this year's plays for their community. Performed simultaneously across the country on the same night, these readings are part of an evening of reflection, dialogue, and action. For more information, please go to enoughplays.com. Thank you. You're listening to Radio Gag,
2: the Gaze against gun show here on listener sponsored commercial free radio WBAI 99.5 FM. We are here every Tuesday at 2.30 PM, bringing you the latest in gun violence prevention movement news. Now we'll hear from some of my students at Dr. Susan S. McKinney High School about their involvement in Hashtag Enough, Plays to End Gun Violence. So students, why don't you introduce yourselves? Um, Hi, my name is Cassie.
4: My name is Emmanuel.
2: And you are both students and you are in my theater class. So it's really great to uh, have you here. And we're talking today about gun violence and how it affects students and people, and especially kids who live in Brooklyn. So what can you tell us? Uh, Cassie, why don't you go first? What are some of the ways that young people in Brooklyn are affected by gun violence?
5: Lose their um, close friends, family members, and that could be mentally and physically hard on someone.
2: And Manny, what do you think are some of the ways that young people are, are affected by gun violence?
4: I think some of the ways that we are affected by gun violence is because like like one of the ways like that that we our curfew is a lot earlier than it would be like like 20 years ago or 30 years ago because the parents are scared that something might happen to the kids or like some or something bad can happen to them. So that's why I so said our curfews are so early.
2: Right. So curfews, parents worry, keep you in. Have you ever gone by a basketball court and seen evidence that there's been a shooting? Yes. Yeah. Many
4: times they had to close down one some of the parks near my my house because of the shootings.
2: Yeah. Do you guys ever hear gunshots?
4: Yes, a lot.
2: A lot. I have before. Not so much right now.
4: No, not so much right Well, it's
2: it's good, you know? I mean, we like to think that we can walk down the street or even go to the bodega if we need something late at night uh, and we'll be safe. So it's a big problem. Um, now, what do you think about the active shooter drills that we teachers and administrators give in schools? Cassie. <laughs>
5: I feel like they're necessary because you never know what's going to happen but also I feel like schools should also have an escape plan just in case if it's a school shooter because that person is sitting through all of the the um the violence meetings or whatever so they know what not and what to do so it needs to be precautions.
2: Right, what do you think about that,
4: manny? I think that that it's really good that we're praying for the worst because because there's always and and this is one thing this is one mentality that I live by is like hope for the best, prefer prepare for the worst, so like that so, so like that, we're always ready just in case something more to happen, right,
2: right. And do either of you know someone who's been personally affected? And would you be willing to share some of that story?
5: Um, well, it was this lady. She had this son. This this happened in, I believe, 2016, 2017. She had um, this son. He was, he was very handsome. and But he, he was hanging around the wrong people. And he, he got shot. Thirty six times oh my because God. they thought it was somebody different.
2: Oh, they got the wrong person,
5: Yeah, he got he got shot right in front of my house.
2: Oh, how sad! Wow.
5: So every year around the time that he was shot, they have a memorial right across the street from my house. Wow,
2: wow. And and um, Manny, do you know somebody, or would you be willing to share? A little bit about that.
4: Well, my friend's mom, um, one of her, one of my friend's sisters, right, right. They had they 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 was dating this guy, and then they broke up, and then the guy went crazy because he couldn't deal with the fact that they broke up, and so he went he went to my to to their house, and then he knocked on the door. My uh, her mom, her mom went to go check on on who it was, and then and then he put the gun like like through the the mail, where the mail goes. And, and then he made her open the door or else she would have shot her. And then, yeah, so she's really finding out. And now she's always really precautious with the doors. She always she, she always keeps a log. And yeah, and it's really finding because she almost lost her life that day.
2: Now, we haven't really talked too much about this, but I wonder if either of you has any ideas about what the adults should be doing, what society should be doing, what schools should should be doing, for example, should we have metal detectors in all schools, so that uh, we could tell if if anyone came into the building with a gun?
5: Um, yeah, I, th- I think all, I always assume that all schools had metal detectors. But I guess I was wrong. Well, I always assumed that because the schools that my parents went to, they had metal detectors, middle school, high school. So I always assume every school in the world had them, but they don't. So I think they should, just so no one's bringing weapons into the building and harming other people.
2: Yeah. What do you think about that? Have you ever experienced going through a metal detector at a, a school, um, Manny?
4: No, I haven't. and. um I don't really think like all the like, like schools should have a metal detector or like any schools at all because at the end of the day, gun, like, guns shouldn't be a problem at all. I mean, should be a problem. Everything should be fine and we shouldn't go through that. And like, it's just kids and not like criminals. So I don't think it's like, it's, it's not good for that to happen because then it puts us in a different type of mindset. I
5: understand what you're saying, Emmanuel, but you never know with someone mindset is, somebody's intentions, they could be getting bullied and they want to physically hurt their bully. And now that bully is dead over something little. The metal detectors could go a long way. It could save somebody's life.
4: And it's not that hard to hide things from metal detectors either. For example, in airports, in airports, you can just put a whole bunch of aluminum foil and the metal detectors wouldn't really find it. What would be better? It would be like if, if it would do like back searches but bag
5: searches, I feel like metal Texas would be better than bag searches just because um, for, for females, it's more, uh, I don't want to say safe, but it, it's better, more privacy because we have certain things in our bag that we wouldn't want other people to see. Not weapons, but personal things.
2: I got you. It's uh, it's an invasion of privacy when your bag needs to get searched.
5: It makes you uncomfortable.
2: Exactly. Uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. OK, well, you know, we're just about done. Um, is there anything uh, that uh, you would like to say about this? Um, anything that you think? Maybe our new mayor should be working on or um, that, that you think should be in schools or anything else that you think we, we might be able to do about the problems of gun violence?
4: I think I think they gotta um, really work in the Constitution a bit because the Constitution still has the it, it, it basically has the right to, to hold arms. But then within but certain states where we're like that's like completely free and there's no registration at all. It's no background check. At least at least over here in New York, we got back on tracks, but like it still goes wrong sometimes We're still shooting in New York. And like the other day was the, the like last year there was like a shooting in Times Square. So I think that there really needs to like be more solid laws for gun control. Thank you.
2: Um now, we are working on the project Enough Plays to End Gun Violence. What do you think about the idea that there's going to be a night in the spring where all across the country, we're going to hear the plays that are written by young people about how gun violence affects their lives?
5: I think it's, I think it's amazing because um, young adults, and they have a lot to say, but no one to say it to, like they're silenced. So it's fine. They're finally getting their chance to speak.
2: Finding their voice. Wonderful. Any comments about the project, Emmanuel?
4: Yeah, I think it's nice that there's a play for everything because like, I like thought like that it's more, it's more solidifying, it's better. It's better for, for, for the being, it's better for the person. Like, like like, for the awareness. Like, without awareness, there's going to change.
2: Great. Okay. Thank you so much for speaking with me. And maybe we can have you back again on Radio Gag. Take care, and I'll see you in the classroom. Thank you. Bye now. Next, we'll hear from the
1: maestro Mark Leidorf, the mastermind behind Sing Out Louise, recorded by Paul Rowley during the pandemic summer of 2020.
6: So next up, we have Mark Leidorf from Sing Out Louise, who many of our listeners know are on the show every week. How are you, Mark?
0: I'm good. I'm, I'm doing really good. Sing Out Louise actually managed to get together yesterday, so I'm in a, in a terrific mood.
6: Right. So, so for those <laughs> of our first time listeners who don't know the beauty that is Sing Out Louise, tell us what you are and what you do. Yes. Uh,
0: Sing, out, Sing Out Louise evolved out of a gag group. We, I came up with this action years ago to do gag nog, which would be gun control themed Christmas carols sung at New York City Christmas markets and other tourist locations. And we had such a great time doing that. Of course, that first Christmas it uh, segued right into the election of Trump, and uh, we wanted to sing. The, the singers all wanted to do songs about about this horrible new president. So we sort of spun off where we could, uh, you know, do a whole range of topics in in addition to gun control, and that became "Sing Out, Louise," which, if you if you don't know, is a reference to Gypsy. You know, the the mother, the hectoring mother, is like, "Sing out, Louise! Make yourself heard."
6: And, uh, that's our, that's and that's our. And that's what you freedom. do. That is so. What you guys do.
0: That's what we do. So
6: that's you're cool. often seen of around the city, right?
0: Yeah, we go. We've been down to Washington. We've been um, sung at the White House a couple times. Uh, sung at. We we basically tag along to any big march or protest, and you know our ethos is that everyone's a singer, whether they think they are or not. You give them a song that they know and put in fun new lyrics. And, uh, and they just, they can have a ton of fun with it. It's it's kind of modeling a new way of, of protesting.
6: I love it. Yeah, and you know, what, what I I particularly love is when people encounter you on the streets, you know, immediately there's a smile on the face and then they hear the lyrics and they start cracking up and then they join in and you guys hand out these yes. the, the song hymnals, right? So people can kind of... Yes, yes, the hymn. Yeah,
0: right. It's great the Christmas market's always kind of the, the most hilarious because they hear these Christmas tunes That of course everyone in America knows inside and out and then you get closer and it's like wait, what are you saying? make him go <laughs> make him go make him go and um,
6: Donnie the con it, man
0: Donnie the con man. That's our big hit every winter But just in general getting together and, and doing the marches and stuff we we, you know, I've been going to different protests and stuff for black lives matter but we can't really sing at those because you can't, you can't be yelling in front of an audience um, with the pandemic. So it's put a big damper on our operations. I have to be, I
6: have to be frank. Yeah. But Um, that move with like with many other groups, then your move then has kind of been into the virtual world in some ways, right? With the online stuff. And then also um, you were telling me just before we came on air about um, one of the members, Alyssa Stein, who's been. Oh yes.
0: Yes. Alyssa Stein, who's my co-organizer for Sing Out Louise, she's our she's given us our branding basically. So the craftivists they've kept busy in this delightful way. Um, yeah. You know there there are ways to keep getting your message out even if you can't necessarily always be in the street screaming. Yeah. That said, we can get out in March because you know we're pretty responsible. Uh, wearing our masks and so on when we get together to march and and uh, they've shown that there's no increase in transmissions and so on
6: so yeah yeah absolutely well said how do people get in touch with sing out louise
0: sing out louise is on facebook and instagram and twitter at uh, sing out louise ny um we also have a website sing out louise sing out louise um You can download our hymnals and have your own sing-along parties. Maybe you've got a COVID pod in your town or on your block. Download our hymnals and have a singing party yourself. That's fun. Um, Yeah, look for
6: us. Fantastic, fantastic. And I'm looking forward to being able to hear you live in the streets again as soon as we get like you say some confidence as
0: soon as we can as as we hey can. and Paul let me just say thank you so much for what you're doing with Radio Gag it is
6: fantastic Oh, thank you thank you there's a, just fantastic. a big group effort you know with a lot of oh yeah a lot you of guys fabulous... are such a great group yeah we have a lot of fun doing it you know we have a it's a very serious subject matter but you know but there's there's we try and find lots of different ways to approach it you know so you know, mm. So, well, you're uh, succeeding. And we're very happy to have Sing out Louise as a regular feature on the show here. So thank well, you. Well,
0: anytime you need a song in the key of F-U, we're here for
6: you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much,
1: Mark. To find out more about working with us, please go to gazeagainstguns.net or follow us at Gays Against Guns NY on Facebook and Instagram or Gays Against Guns on Twitter. Also be sure to check out our website to learn more about our meetings and actions.
2: Come to a meeting. Here in New York, we meet one Thursday a month at 7 p.m. on Zoom and soon in Manhattan at the LGBT Center on 13th Street. Our next meeting is in October, where we will be planning all kinds of great action and protests. So please join us. Everybody is welcome at any and all GAG events. Remember, all are welcome to come to GAG meetings.
1: And another great way to get involved is by by becoming a BAI buddy. A BAI buddy is someone who keeps our unique volunteer-run radio show going by giving a small donation every month.
2: The so-called gun rights movement is funded up to 10 times the amount of the gun violence prevention movement. Your monthly contribution of 5 to $25 can really help keep Radio Gag on air here at WBAI to keep the issue of gun violence in front of the public and our elected officials just go to WBAI.org or call 212-209-2950. That's give, numeral two, WBAI.org, or call 212-209-2950 and become a BAI buddy in the name of Radio Gag. Thank you.
1: Thanks to our guest, Myra Slotnick and the students at Dr. Susan S. McKinney High School.
2: And thanks to our Radio Gag team, Josh Jaden, Trisha Cook, Ty Kearsley, Libby Edwards, Sean Stefanik, and I am Sarah Germaine Lilly.
1: So now it's time to finish the show with our Hell Yes, when we celebrate some of our favorite sheroes and heroes of the week.
2: Hell Yeah to Gays Against Guns and the Soul Box Project for their work in Washington, D.C.,
1: and hell yeah to our graphic artist frank argiulio for wonderful graphics
2: hell yeah, yeah.
1: thanks for listening and we are back next tuesday and every tuesday at two thirty p.m and don't forget you can listen to our previous shows at any time on the wbai website or on any major podcast platform we leave you with our fabulous political singing quartet. Sing out, Louise.
0: Oh yeah, we'll tell you something. We've got you on the run. If you are an abuser, we want to take your gun. your background check, cause when you fail your test, well what do you expect? On the run. If you are a felon, we want to take your gun. We want to take your gun.
4: We want to take your
0: gun. When we disarm you, we feel happy inside. If one mass shooting
1: no one